Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show, where truth and justice and the American way are cherished and protected. We may not always win, but we will always fight and fight like hell for this country's founding values. And we're delighted you're with us. Incredibly, there are still a lot of our fellow citizens who don't even know there's a fight underway. They still don't believe that our federal government has been taken over by the anti-American deep state and the Marxist Dems who run the Democrat Party. Many others still don't believe that China is our enemy, that China isn't just an adversary, not just a competitor. There are, hear me well now, they are our outright enemy. And far too many of our fellow Americans don't yet accept that reality. Even with our F-22 fighter jets flying overhead, shooting down Chinese balloons and a few phantom balloons as well, it appears, in just over a week. This puppet president of ours has gone from no problem, it's just another balloon surveilling our nuclear missile sites all across the northern U.S. for a week, to his now sudden silence and a retreat to another weekend at his Wilmington, Delaware home otherwise known as the storage dwelling for U.S. top-secret classified documents, documents that Biden also would rather not talk about. We have overflying our northern border and Canada, more balloons and more unidentified so-called airborne objects, as the military likes to call them now, more radar anomalies and more pure bull in a high-speed flow out of the White House and the Pentagon as well. They did up the ante a little in their disinformation campaigns this weekend. They now will not rule out even alien life forms as the perpetrators of this rampant outbreak of Chinese high-flying spy balloons. Think of that. Space aliens are now allied with the damn Chicoms. Holy cow! Now, do you think it's just a coincidence that these big balloons started menacing American skies the same moment that Congress started the hearings investigating Joe Biden and his crime family. This third term of the Obama administration is getting just a little out of hand. The Marxist Dems and the deep state wanted a bright, shiny object to distract the American public from their perfidy. The Biden scandals and the House investigations, and they overdid that bright, shiny object thing, don't you think? Next thing we know, there are these big old bright balloons crossing high above the clouds. Even the Pentagon spokesman, a general for crying out loud, telling us we don't need briefings on those balloons and objects. Just look up at the sky, whatever you do. Look up at the sky. Don't pay attention to the Biden puppet show. The corruption and deceit of the Marxist Dems and their wide open border, their pro-cartel policies killing Americans by the hundreds of thousands with their fentanyl, thanks to their communist Chinese partners for supplying ingredients for the deadly drug. 
And for God's sakes, don't pay attention to what's going on in Ukraine or Taiwan or the Philippines or those lasers from Chinese satellites over Hawaii. Don't you dare pay attention to the $6 trillion the Marxist Dems and Rhinos are stealing from taxpayers and will spend lavishly on support of the further corruption of crime-ridden Democrat-run cities all over America. Quick, look up. Is that a commie balloon that I see high in the sky? See something, say something, they say. And don't you dare say anything that the Marxist arbiters of free speech find hateful and false. Like, for example, truth or just your opinion. No, 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 not anymore. This is the fundamental transformation being brought to us by our good friends in the federal government and the Marxist Democrat Party. Our guest today is one of the true friends of the American people, a decorated veteran serving in the U.S. Army Special Forces and now in the U.S. Congress. He's Congressman Mike Waltz. He's on three of the most important committees in the House of Representatives, the Intelligence Committee, Foreign Affairs, and the Armed Services Committee. Congressman Waltz, great to have you with us. Let's start with the balloons and the efforts to recover as much of those payloads as possible. Well, I expect the Navy to, to get it um, pretty efficiently wrapped up given how shallow the water is. I mean, it's under 50 feet. Uh, and, uh, you know, I give the Navy credit. They immediately had uh, three uh, very capable ships on site. Now, uh, I don't give the administration credit. Those ships had time to get there because the thing just drifted over the United States for uh, however, five days. So, um, and apparently we had way too much heads up. You know, my other point, Lou, would be we shot it down over the wrong ocean. Should have been, should have been shot down over the Pacific Ocean, uh, not the Atlantic. You don't shoot down a spy craft after it's completed its spy mission. That is, uh, it, it's just stupefying uh, to most of us, I believe, uh, to think that the administration permitted that, uh, the military permitted that. Why, your reaction, uh, you were involved on every level. You're on the Foreign Affairs Committee, the Intelligence Committee, the Armed Services Committee. How is it that we have a, a monstrosity of a display like this before the entire world? Yeah, that's, well, that's the, that's the question before us. I mean, look, it's become clear uh, that we did detect this uh, over our airspace in Alaska. Uh, what is still unclear to me is what the decision kind of chain was. Uh, uh, did it go to the president at that time? And, and he make a decision not to shoot it down, even though it's some of the most rural uh, and sparsely populated uh, parts of the country. Uh, and then uh, all, you know, could have shot it down also you know, over the Aleutians and over the ocean. Um, was the president involved in that decision? What did the military recommend on the front end? Um, my suspicion, uh, we still have a number of outstanding requests for information, but is that they thought it was just going to drift over, uh, over Canada, although I'd ask you know, what our engagement with the Canadian government was and their right. decision, because our command is for all of North America and NORAD and Colorado. Uh, not just the United States. And then finally, you know, as you've seen, all of the mixed messages uh, coming out of this White House, they tried to politicize it. They tried to blame the Trump administration. Uh, and it was only after every national security official in the administration denied knowing anything about it that the White House then had to 
catch up their spin with the facts, which was that we missed it uh, and our military missed it back under the Trump administration. Uh, that also is going to lead to all kinds of questions from a congressional oversight standpoint. As it well should. And to that point, this administration uh, is, to me, the most appalling in this country's history. Uh, and I say that straight up because uh, this president is obviously uh, every man and woman in this country can stare at the television as long as they want. Uh, they, If they deny their eyes, they'll come to a different conclusion, but he's obviously impaired. This is an administration that will lie at the drop of a hat, and sometimes they don't wait that long. But to accuse the Trump administration as a defense, a deflection, of having done nothing in the face of an intrusion by three previous instances of balloons over U.S. territory is outrageous. Uh, yeah. What is going to be the the result of that? Will there be a further investigation of what is going on with this administration? Well, I mean, add it, you know, Lou, as you know, add it to the list of investigations that that we already have ongoing. Um, so yes, I do expect uh, there will be, and there will be, uh, we're gonna call people to the carpet and tell them to get in line between uh, the border, origins of COVID, uh, Afghanistan, accusing parents at school board meetings of being uh, domestic terrorists and deploying FBI counterterrorism task force against them. I mean, it's just one, and we haven't even gotten, uh, I don't think we even scratched the surface of uh, Hunter Biden's business dealings and how that impacted the big guy. So, yes, Lou, but um, you know, I don't think we have enough hours in the day to investigate this administration right now with everything going on. I, I, I sympathize, <laughs> Congressman. I, I really do. Uh, and amongst the other things, early brief, you uh, were, I, I think, either the first or among the very first to be briefed by this administration, I yep. believe by the Defense Department. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, and at first, they were talking about firing 20 millimeter cannon uh, at this balloon, which would have given, uh, very simply put, it would put smaller holes in the balloon and permit a less, uh, a more, uh, a slower descent, if not a controlled descent on the part of the payload. Yeah. Uh, and, and then in, they ultimately use a Sidewinder missile. Uh, I, I mean, did they brief you on why in the world that reasoning changed? Well, actually, what, you know, one of my colleagues, um, uh, Representative August Pfluger, was a former F-22 pilot. Uh, he's from Texas. And, of course, we've been giving them a hard time about, um, you know, the Air Force high-fiving over shooting down a balloon with a, with a $100 billion, $100 billion per copy uh, advanced stealth fighter jet. Um, but at least, look, I mean, we teased the Air Force. Look, I give them a lot of credit. That actually was a, a bit of a difficult shot in terms of the calculus. Uh, because it was at altitude and the balloon was at a much higher altitude. One of the reasons the Chinese are sending it into the stratosphere is it's that space, that area between where aircraft can fly and then obviously where our satellites are. And it, it really is a gray zone, mm -hmm. uh, both for, and this is what we have to pull the thread on, on the Armed Services Committee is, uh, were our sensors looking in the wrong direction? Were they looking kind of past that zone into space? Um, where it was at the type of signature the Chinese knew we would have difficulty picking up. Uh, but in terms of actually shooting it down, uh, apparently lofting it up at that altitude and having it fall within our territorial waters uh, uh, from that altitude 
they say was 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 pretty darn tough. So I'll I'll take their word for it. Right, and I do presume that the Air Force is not going to give out uh, a standing for one balloon shot, correct? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, at the rate that Chinese are sending them, you know, four more does, uh, you know, would constitute an ace. That's right. The, 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 yeah. standard, the standard five would hold. Five shoot downs. Yeah, but uh, we're also teasing them about whether they have the, the kill sticker under their, uh, you know, under the cockpit there. But um, but look, in all seriousness, this is, um, I think this is one more bit of evidence of the tsunami of Chinese spying that's going on in this country uh, from our greatest adversary that seeks to supplant us, replace us, and dominate us. And they're doing it by stealing our technology. And it's in our universities, it's in our labs, it's in our uh, technology centers. Lou, I just uh, sent a letter over to um, the Secretary of Defense asking about the Chinese buying up our private schools, many of which have junior ROTC programs uh, in there. And so I'm hoping that this is a bit of a Sputnik moment uh, for the American public, uh, much like it was in the 1950s when the Soviets sent up a satellite, you know, uh, 12 years into the Cold War, that th this is a wake up call. Uh, for us to realize what's going on and that uh, she is telling this country to prepare for war and is telling them that they are going to replace the American dream with the China dream. And he wants to export his form of government, his techno surveillance dictatorship uh, around the world. And that's not that's not a world I want my kids or grandkids growing up in. Amen. And I, and I want to congratulate and commend you on beginning that investigation into the support of those programs. Uh, it's outrageous what we're already permitting in our colleges and universities uh, to have a, a direct connection to ROTC programs uh, is just stunning. Uh, so I commend you for that. Uh, we we have an administration that shut down the uh, the task force that was to blunt the intelligence operations of the Chinese within the United States. Uh, they disbanded it. Uh, and uh, so we are now, as usual with this administration, uh, it seems we're following a compromised leader when it comes to China. Uh, and uh, I, I, I just wonder uh, how we're managing to survive this just uh, institutionalized stupidity uh, on the part of the Marxist Dems. I mean, the, the, the corruption is pervasive. There, there is no stomach to deal with reality and the reality that you're speaking of, which is the aggressiveness and the intent to for world domination on the part of President Xi. Mm -hmm. uh, it, your, your reaction, I mean, what is going on in this government? Yeah, well, twofold. One, and I wanna be clear here because the Democrats will, We'll just throw out, you know, xenophobic and this is racist, anti-Asian hate, what have you. I have no issue uh, with the amazing and wonderful Chinese people and culture that are suffering under uh, this this dictatorship under Xi and the Chinese Communist Party. But what we have to realize is that in 2017, Xi passed a what they call their national security law that mm -hmm. requires every Chinese citizen, every business corporation you name it, to collect anything the government tells them to. So many of these students are well-meaning kids. They just want an education, a better life, or the scientists that are coming over here to you know, do cancer research or, or what have you. They have no choice. If tapped on the shoulder, 
by a Communist Party official and told, go access that supercomputer or that key technology and send it back. They, not only do they have to, their family back home can be held liable. Uh, and so that's what we have to realize. And to your question of why this government is doing nothing about it, think about all of the institutions that the Democrats care the most about. Hollywood, sports industry, academia. Now they're you know, woke corporate friends in, in Wall Street. They're all compromised. They're all making money hand over fist on their business in China, ignoring the gross human rights abuses, of course, uh, while they preach social justice back here at home. But the, the institutions the Democrats care about the most are the ones that are most compromised by the CCP. And they're the ones you know, uh, telling uh, uh, every, every Democrat in Washington to turn, to turn their head and look the other way. And, uh, and I think that is as succinct and uh, insightful an explanation as there is as to what is going on with this government uh, and some of our largest and most important and powerful institutions. I, this, this business of 10 instances of balloons, and as to my account, only two have uh, had concurrent awareness with the administration uh, in power at that moment. Uh, this means straightforwardly to me that the military is making decisions about what to bring to the level of the of the commander in chief and are making independent decisions about what uh, will be U.S. policy uh, on a foreign incursion and uh, intrusion into United States airspace. Am I missing something here? Well, look, I mean, that was that was certainly mine and others concerns when the administration uh, tried to politicize the whole matter and say, hey, this happened under Trump and they didn't shoot it down. So therefore, you know, what's the big deal? Stop criticizing us for not doing it either. Um, turns out, uh, you know, the Pentagon, you know, kind of kind of I think stepped in with some facts there. And it turns out that nobody in the administration knew, even on the military side under Trump, uh, because we just missed uh, we missed them for reasons that are still outstanding. Some of them are classified, but some of them we still have some questions about. So, uh, I, you know, I think they rolled that back some and they pulled that back some. Uh, but to your point, we need very clear answers on what types of intrusions get elevated uh, to the president, regardless of political party, because that is a commander in chief decision. Uh, not, you know, I mean, God bless our majors and colonels or what have you, but you know, what are those criteria uh, that, that, that those decisions get elevated? Uh, and we have, we have asked those questions and we're waiting on answers. Uh, I think all of us now are waiting those answers because the, the initial statements by this administration were all over the map. They were obviously in CYA mode. Right. Uh, they were obviously lying. And I will not take their word for anything that they're saying, uh, either about they just found out for you know what was happening four years ago. Uh, I, if I had to make a, a view a, a choice uh, on a board, I would take uh, they're lying through their teeth, and they did not take it to the commander in chief because uh, of the woke general staff officers in this Pentagon. Uh, that would be my response, and I would I would start an immediate investigation to find out. What uh, what is going on? What kind of culture have we built from the Secretary of Defense on down across the general officers right. that they would even think about uh, violating their oath of office and uh, uh, their oath of duty 
to the Constitution. This, I, I smell a very strong stench rising above that Pentagon. Well, Lou, Lou, I mean, it's either uh, the military knew and didn't inform uh, the Trump White House, or with what they're now saying is they didn't know and just completely missed these um, these signatures. You know, they're, they're figuring it out as they kind of roll back the tape. Uh, but that presents a whole other series of questions on our military capabilities and what the Chinese are exploiting. Uh, and I think the final you know, big question there is, did she know? Uh, if he knew, then that was a pretty big slap in the face uh, to both Biden and Blinken just before his visit. Uh, and if she didn't know, and this was some, you know, they took this action, someone in his military independently uh, and, and outside of the chain of command, that's a whole other issue. So that's another question we have out to, uh, to our military and intelligence community is what did the Chinese leadership know? Why did they do this now? Uh, and uh, what did they expect to gain? And what do we think they gained from it all? I, if I may say, I thought that you styled it perfectly. Uh, that we are dealing with our chief adversary, the People's Republic of China. I don't think it's too much of a, uh, a, a reduction in language to say what it really is in Anglo-Saxon terms. They are an enemy of the United States of America, and they have made it clear. And the only one who seems to be in doubt uh, is the leadership class in this country. Yeah. Uh, I know that that does not include you. There are exceptions. I certainly acknowledge, and I and I salute you uh, for all the initiatives that you've taken uh, to keep a, a a realistic eye on policy and uh, events uh, and and choices and foreign policy choices this country is making. Uh, I I want to also, if I may, as we as we wrap up here, uh, give us your sense of where we're headed with China. Uh, and, uh, and 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 if if you will also uh, put in that what is happening with a hundred billion dollars and the weaponry that is coming straight out of the U.S. military's uh, arsenal. Sure. Um, well, look, uh, I would refer everyone uh, to Chairman Xi's speeches before the twentieth Party Congress. That's you know basically. Um, uh, that where they kind of pull together the entire Communist Party, and I put in air quotes elections uh, within that every five years. The bottom line is he was telling his country to prepare for war. Uh, he said he is not going to pass off the Taiwan problem uh, to the next generation. That means they're going to make a move. And he said military option is on the table, said that out loud. Uh, uh, he's 70 years old, so that's within the next 10 years. Lou, and why does this matter? You know, why does a small island off the coast of, of China on the other side of the Pacific really matter to the American people? If you take a close look at the map, uh, if China invades or somehow causes the government to capitulate so that they dominate Taiwan, number one, it's 90% of the world's most advanced computer chips. But even more important than that is they will control the shipping and trade routes into Japan, South Korea. Uh, uh, Australia, Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, you know, arguably even India, uh, and that's about 50% of global GDP. Uh, that is a major step forward towards Xi's vision of dominating and becoming the global superpower, not a 
global superpower. And so their military uh, is advancing at a rate we have never seen before in world history. Uh, they are tripling the size of their nuclear arsenal. Their Navy is now larger than ours. Their Space Force is launching more than us and the rest of the world combined. And we need to recognize, I think, that uh, we are in a Cold War. They have entered a Cold War with us. Um, but the difference and why this is so much more dangerous we talked about is that they have compromised so many institutions in the United States. They're using uh, you know, people's desire to, to make money uh, against us. And uh, I think at the end of the day, historians could look back on this and say, you sold, which was a, you know, a quote from Marx, right? You, you know, that we sold our enemy the rope with which uh, they hung us. So I, I, I think we can, we can right this ship. I think we can start regaining altitude. Not only do we have to do it here in the United States, but we have to do it with our allies, us plus Japan, plus South Korea, Australia, Europe, uh, and other freedom loving countries. Uh, can can get back on the right track, but this is absolutely good versus evil, uh, and their form of government and and economy versus ours. Uh, those are his words uh, and the CCP's words, not mine. Well, Congressman, we thank you for uh, both your service in the U.S. military and in the United States Congress. Uh, you are you've been essential to both, and we appreciate you being with us here on the Great America Show, uh, Congressman. Thanks so much. Thank you, Lou. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. One of the outstanding young congressmen, Byron Donalds, joins us here tomorrow. Please be with us. And until then, thank you and God bless you and God bless America. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.